0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, October 5th, 2017, all day today. What am I seeing here? Oh, yeah, Mr. Black, you gotta mute, mute Skype for us. Uh, It is muted, isn't it? Nope. You might have muted Skype itself, but not your microphone on on Skype. What about now? There you go. I think that's got it. I'm I'm
1: still hearing him through Skype.
0: Really? I'm not seeing his bar pop up below him, though, on the screen.
1: I got got the blue outline around him, and I'm hearing his background.
0: Really? Unless it's picking up a different microphone, which is possible. That's weird, because I'm not getting that on my end. So Skype is doing the old Switcherino right now.
1: Don't worry about it. I'll live with it. All good <laughs> it's just okay yeah because i'm muted everywhere i'm literally yeah, not. completely muted no, i'll deal with oh
2: it. did <laughs> you
0: up to panic did you upgrade skype
1: i might i know i used the installer i had from i pulled the installer off the old machine to install it on this machine
0: Oh no! I'm, I'm, is it the like the the sleek like black and white Skype, the new one, or yeah. is it the old one? Well,
1: whatever, I'll deal with it. We'll live. <laughs> yeah, because the new fucked. one, even
0: even when you mute it on the new one, that they try and push it on you every time I open up Skype. and I'm like, no, go fuck yourself, fucked. Because you can't mute anything on the new one. Because it's, it's like somehow, some way. Some Somebody is getting paid to make Skype worse consecutively as the years go on. They just it's, don't want to support impressive. it
1: anymore. They'll just be like, yeah, we'll give it up. I get enough yeah. to say they
0: hate it. I wish they would just give it up then, and then I could just keep this one version of Skype for the rest of my life and just never have to use another version. <laughs> yeah, no uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, October 5th, it's a Thursday. We're here. It's, uh, it's another Technical Alpha podcast. Welcome. Uh, glad you could make it if you're here live. And thank you for listening if you are, are catching us later. Uh, this week, almost nothing happened, uh, in terms of things that are even worth talking about in the, in the world of video games. Uh, so much so that we're just going to bypass it altogether and, uh, say that for, uh, for this episode, we're going to do our top 10 movies because we haven't done that yet. We started this whole podcast with our top 10 games and subsequently, never actually got back around to doing our uh, top ten movies. So, in lieu episode. of having, yeah, in lieu of having absolutely nothing to talk about uh, as far as uh, game stuff goes, we thought we might as well just do that. And so here we are. Uh, which Jeff was ecstatic about <laughs> at first. At first, Jeff was like, "Yeah, that's no big deal." Then he thought about it for like two seconds and went, "Wait a minute." That means we don't have to talk about games at all! We're just talking about movies! Yes! And so he's 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 ready. I already have rum and coke in my hand, so I'm good to go. Uh, I'm running on, I don't even know how much sleep. I'm going to say, maybe zero. <laughs> zero might be the appropriate number, because, uh, as everyone would know, for the last month and almost month and a half now, we've had uh, the demolition happening out in the back of our house. Uh, they've upgraded... Uh, on the demo team, they've 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 upgraded their equipment. They've upgraded now to a jackhammer attached to a cat, so it's a one of those like you know eight foot tall jackhammers that they've strapped onto a cat that are now breaking up all of the concrete that they ripped out of the ground with the backhoe. Uh, which means that if you think you're sleeping short of being in a coma, you it's not that going shit to happen. In your bones, like you don't just you don't just hear it, you. Feel it no, your you body. feel it. It's only, it's only, uh, I mean, it was stationed about, I'd say 80 feet from the window. And, uh, so even three stories up in the bedroom, everything's just shaken loud as hell. Sounds like a war is happening outside. I tried to sleep through it cause I'd only gotten, I think about an hour and a half or so before they started. And then, uh, so I get up and I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. So I got up and I walked down the hallway into the guest bedroom and I ripped the mattress off of the bed in the in the guest bedroom, and I hauled it downstairs and said, "Gabs, you can try and sleep on the couch downstairs. I'm sleeping on this mattress." So we just hauled all the shit into my office, and it's still sitting here. It's still like all all like here it is still laying over there on the ground. And Gabs uh, took all the sheets that were on the couch upstairs before the podcast, uh, and then I attempted to sleep. the The noise was was less, but the vibration went up. So it was like, it was kind of half a dozen, you know, six of one, half a dozen of another. So I, I didn't really sleep much more. Um, so I'm hoping that they don't do that again tomorrow or I might actually kill somebody. (laughs) Bro, you're feeding the wrong cam to the podcast on Twitch, by the way. Oh, sorry. Oh, right. Yeah. I've got two, I've got two webcams here. There you go. It's, it's still, it's still over there. The bed is over. The mattress is down there. Gabs took the sheets that she had on the couch. Um, but, uh, yeah, hot mess. Um, I, I, I was, I was cool with it up until the jackhammer and now I'm just, no, <laughs> <Get fucked. laughs> Get fucked. Now, now I'm not so happy about it. And I, I looked into it cause I was like, man, I wonder what the, what the start time is supposed to be. And it is by law, it's 7am and apparently our local guy in Spryfield, Steve Adams, who's been like the, the dude there since Jeff and I were basically kids growing up. Um, attempted multiple times to change the bylaw to 8 o'clock in the morning at the very least, because he was like, look, guys, I appreciate that you want to get some work done and have an extra little break in the day for an hour, but starting at 7 7 o'clock in the morning, when people are still asleep before work, is starting to piss people off. And unfortunately, it didn't go anywhere, and uh, we're still stuck with the the 7 a.m. start time, so... Uh, rip me, uh, but how are you gentlemen doing? How are you doing, Mr. Black?
3: I'm good, man. I'm good. There's a lot of shit going on in my life right now. Uh, some of it I can't really talk about, but, or at least I don't want to talk about on air, I'll obviously tell you, but um, mm. there, it, it, all, there's a lot of exciting shit going on with me right now, so oh. it's just, it, it's. Uh, I mean, it could all go to shit, and it could not be exciting, but there's some, there's some cool ventures and there's just different things going on right now. I'm, I'm pretty, you got
0: free tickets to the prices, right? Didn't you? Uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'd fucking lose it. If I ever ended up got, on prices, right? I
1: got off the waiting list for that gender reassignment surgery,
3: Jeff. Yes. <laughs> I, f- I finally get my vagina. It's going to be great. <laughs> Dude, just think wonderful. of all the Twitch uh, money you're going to make. Oh my goodness. Oh my all good Lord. All that dirty, dirty money.
0: Mm. I, oh, before we... Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. I, I
3: still have to figure out if I'm going to TwitchCon or not. I'm going to know that in right. like two days. Um, so there. Get me uh, that
1: Discord party, bro.
3: Yeah. So I don't give a fuck about Discord party. <laughs> like Here's zero fucks. You on this year. Zero fucks. Um, but yeah, I I don't know if I'm if I'm going to go or not, and uh, if I if I don't, then it'll be you and me anyway for the podcast that week.
0: Hmm. Mm. Just me and you. It's just me and you, baby. Just the two just of us. Just
2: the two of us.
0: Yeah, I turn, I turn myself down. I keep, I keep forgetting that at some point we actually got your guys on Discord, the audio right, and I've left my audio turned way the hell up, and so I'm deafening people. Get used to it. I'm deaf too from all the friggin' demo in the back of my yard. <laughs> just join me in my sadness, um, Mr. Panic. How are you doing? Uh, I think I'm alive I'm not sure
1: this might all be like some hellish hallucination or something who knows I'm with you there yeah no um I got called into the I've been I've been working from the main office for like the past week and a half that like never happens they sent me out to Jersey and they're like yeah yeah well you don't need to come in I'm like all right cool shit hit the fan they're like yo you need to be in the main office like all week and I'm like sitting there looking like a hobo and I'm like well shit (laughs) <laughs> so uh you got
0: gonna look real fancy for the uppers i
1: actually had to go i actually had to go get like clothing clean because i'm like i haven't worn my <laughs> my dress clothes were like in the closet i haven't worn them in months i've been like wearing jeans and like shirts and stuff got that cleaned up took care of whatever was going on over here mm-hmm. and uh yeah i've been pretty much uh
3: doing the uh, half hour an hour extra longer commute i and might experience. actually shave too man I, um um i think i might go like a I think I might shave and then when November hits, then just grow it like a motherfucker. So I'm thinking about just Dude, maybe it's shaving been, it all tomorrow and then just wait until nice November?
1: Because I shaved it all off, which let me like do all like the face wash and the cleaning and everything, which you can't yeah. do when you have the beard. So I'm just gonna keep it shaved for a little bit and then yeah, like come November, yeah, I'll just, just let, let, let it, grow it back fresh.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about doing.
3: But that's the
1: uh, uh that's did fun. you
0: did you guys hear I don't know how, I don't know how I'm looking at, uh, I'm sorry guys, and I know audio is not really supposed to be the thing that I'm worried about, but we're coming in identically, and people are like, you're the only one that we can hear, which is different than, they're a little quiet, but I don't know, I'll I'll keep tabs on it, I guess. I hear you guys um, completely yeah, I hear you guys fine. Yeah, everything, no, everything seems to be okay, so I don't know what's going on there, but uh, did you guys hear, before we get into the top 10, just some some rapid fire stuff? Um, some dude on Twitch forgot to turn his camera off, uh, and was a, was a little, a little hammered, um, and may have gotten a little naked. <laughs> oh my God. Who did I this? I did not hear about this. Where, where uh, can Linden, I, where can I find this? Lyndon, Uh, if you look up L, L Y N D O N or something, or, or something. Oh God. I think it's something along, I think it's something along those lines. Uh, he's a, oh, he's not an one Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, dude. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. he got Oh, it. he's banned. <laughs> yeah, three day Uh-oh. ban. Yeah, three day ban. Oh, that's not bad. No, because it's Linden. If it was anyone else, they'd be perma banned. But you know, you get a certain size oh. on, on Twitch. Oh. Uh, yeah. So there, for, for those of you who aren't at work, there is a video. Uh, if you're feeling, if you're feeling particularly special about yourself and you, and you want to check it out. Um, but uh, he's just apparently all from what I read. Anyway, he was drunk. He might, maybe he did a drunk stream or something. I don't know. And he forgot to turn his stuff off. And he obviously is one of those people that sleeps in the nude. Cause like his bed was back there and he's just stripping and he's just, he's casually walking around. People were like, Oh, he was fucking jerking it and shit. I and mean, he wasn't jerking. And he was just, dude was just hammered going to bed. But but he sits down and he realizes what's going on and he and you could just see his face go oh no oh. <laughs> hey you it's an it, it like, oh. it's an honest
3: mistake dude like you know oh, yeah. it'd be no, it happens it'd be pretty you know I'm I'm happy Twitch didn't ban him because you know it's a mistake like it's just a mistake I mean who hasn't seen a penis before.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. What yeah tw- yeah? But Twitch is banned, like male nipples for God's sake. You get you get your dick out on Twitch and shit's gone sideways. I suppose this is bad news. This is bad news. But yeah, that happened. So that was kind of funny. That is funny. Uh but so uh, shout outs to to Linden for uh, keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah. One other thing happened to me. One other thing <laughs> that happened that to me funny. this week. Okay, what happened? You know that fucking desk I've been waiting for for like three months. Oh, right, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they shipped that, that, that fucker came on a cargo ship across the entire ocean. And they <laughs> FedEx crate delivered that shit to me, right? This thing was like 300 pounds plywood <laughs> crate. I had to stay home from work to receive this thing. <laughs> I unpack this entire thing, have the entire weekend set aside to pull out this desk that gives Jeff anxiety and put in a clean desk, get everything, get all this crap out from around me, already, entire weekend set aside, bust open the box, I got all the legs, all the shelves, all the hardware, but they forgot the goddamn fucking top of the desk, the giant-ass piece of wood that you put put everything onto. They just didn't ship that part. Get fucked, bud. I emailed them, and they're like, but that did uh, the shipper screw uh, up? Uh, Was it a seal crate? I'm like, oh, yeah, no. The shipper had to, like, pry that thing open with a crowbar. They're like, oh, but that would mean we we packed this in Europe. That would have to mean we messed this up in Europe. I'm like, yeah, think? And then uh, after going back and forth all week, they're like, I'm like, yo, you guys need to bring it to me and not a crate so that I don't have to deal with breaking down a crate. Guess what? It's like, it'll be there tomorrow morning. We need you to stay home to receive the crate and break it down again and i'm like you motherfuckers
3: oh i'd have been like that's yo brutal. where's my discount at like you know giving me a percentage back boys cuz you fucked oh, up oh yeah no that that's happening that's yeah, happening salty. yo adam have you been to uh, ikea yet, oh no you no oh my god that's all that's Not that's kayla no. and i went yesterday i was like you know what cuz yesterday was our 3 year wedding anniversary and i was like okay we need some stuff for the house all right we've been putting this off Forever in a day. Our house is barren. The only the only place that's furnished is the basement. That's it. My my area is the is where I just put all the money at. The rest of the house. I got the essentials. I got like the kitchen table. I got Your a house isn't sofa. That badly furnished. Uh, the yeah, there there's some there's some things here, but I mean the walls are very bare. Oh, there's yeah, no yeah, coffee table. There's no like living room rug, there's no uh, like end tables, there's it's bare as fuck. And so uh, I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's go to Ikea. We'll get some stuff for the house. We'll go for a nice dinner. So we go to Ikea, dude, and we pull up. It takes from where you pull in, it takes you about four minutes to get to the parking lot. (laughs) The thing is huge. We get up to it. It's bigger than our airport. The, The store is so big. I have never been in a store that big in my entire life. And you walk in. And there's like escalators that take you up, and then there's these lights that go all around they the store that the Yeah, that thing. walks you through it like like it's a fucking like you're a gerbil, like going through a, a maze, <laughs> and it's just telling cause it's so big you get lost.
0: They're hoarding the lemon yeah, there's more a huge, did you like, buy than you expected.
3: Port. We bought nothing, dude. We were in what? there for about we were in there for about forty-five minutes, and I was so hungry, and we've gone through twenty percent of the store, I said this is not gonna work. We gotta leave. We gotta get food and we'll come back <laughs> next week. We gotta come back next week. Cause they give you like cards and shit and you yep. can fill out uh like the numbers and shit that you want, and then you go down you go and the they back. Then you go to the back and they pick it up. But we we got it like twenty, twenty-five percent through, and we were like, fuck this, we're gone. And as we were leaving, we went to like a big warehouse place and it looked like Costco, but times ten just Ooh. in one just like in one area of the building. It's fucked. Like if you go there, Expect expect to spend money and to be blown away. And the prices are so good that it's like, what the hell? Like, how the hell Dude, can you get all of this for this?
1: Everything in my house, with the exception of my couch and, like, my bed frame, is Ikea. I'm actually getting rid of an Ikea desk for a more purpose-built one. But, like, most of my apartment is Ikea. That's Ikea. That-
3: that thing's I'm, Ikea. I'm gonna furnish my whole <laughs> house, dude. It's yeah. it's like it's so it's so much better than than going to like other furniture stores. It's it's cheap. It's and it's all on yeah. display. You can kind of see it there and they like demo it in different As long as you don't keep taking
1: it apart, it'll last a while. It's not bad at all. Everyone gives it a bad rap, it's good stuff. I've had this shit I for like years. It. Hey, Look, I like people.
0: It. Well, here's here's the thing. People people give it a the people that give it a bad rap are probably people that are still from the era in which you could go to a store and buy solid wood furniture without having to remortgage your house. Dude, my
1: mom saw my <laughs> my mom saw my TV stand from IKEA and she's like, "How much did you spend on that? I feel like you spent way too much. Where did you get it from? I'm like, "I got it from IKEA for like 300 bucks," and she's like, "Oh." I go home like a week and a half later, she bought the same damn thing. She told my dad, like, yeah. we're going to Ikea, yeah. we're buying that TV stand. Like I'm you like, know, okay. It,
3: so, Adam, in my kitchen, you know my, like, the hutch that I have, that's like right across from the kitchen? It's like, it can hold wine, and it opens up, and we have shit on top there, and there's a picture above it. Well, that hutch that I bought, I bought at Sears yeah. Outlet when they were going under, and now it's like, right, uh, like Canadian Tire or whatever's there now. Yeah, uh, I don't know yeah. what's there now. But, um, so... When I when I went there and I bought it, that hutch is originally forty four hundred bucks. It's like solid wood, like it's it's high quality shit. And we wanted to get it because the rest of our kitchen and stuff, there's like nice furniture in there and we didn't want to cheap out. So when we bought it it was on sale, so we got it for like twenty six hundred bucks. For twenty six hundred dollars in IKEA, that will furnish my entire house. Like, Like it's Fucked. Yeah. I spent 2600 bucks When it was on sale, it was like 40% off on one piece of furniture. Now it's a nice piece. I'm not saying you're going to get that quality shit in Ikea. But come on. I mean, for like the money, the $2,600 can go in Ikea. It's it goes nuts. real far. It's real fucking
0: far. nuts. It's nuts. There are certain pieces that you definitely like you don't want once you have on. yeah once you things, have a house and you're settled yeah. there are things that you want like a dining room set you want to make it nice. good shit. The chair, only yeah. things uh, I don't buy
1: from IKEA would be a dining room set, a couch and a bed. Everything else, tables, chairs, cabinets, everything can be from IKEA yeah. just not those cheap yeah. rugs. Yeah.
3: Like My storage too. My rugs are IKEA too. Yeah. You can buy everything. Like you, you, can you can even buy like plastic tubs. You can buy uh, like plumbing shit. You can buy like anything. lamps or IKEA lamps. Yeah, lamps. We're buying a bunch of lamps
0: we need for the house. Like yeah. it's crazy. Lighting is expensive too, and and for good. no reason. It, as long as it doesn't fucking explode, it's a lamp. Like how much money do you really need to spend? on a lamp 20 bucks you go you you go in you go in yeah and then you go into like you go into like uh a home hardware or yeah or home depot or something you go to the lighting segment and you're and you're looking at like lamps and the only one that looks half decent is like 149 dollars for a bedside table it's
3: ridiculous sponsored by ikea hashtag ad hashtag ad i Mm, wish
1: i wish they gave me free shit i'd be all over that we have an ikea sponsorship Oh, Jesus I'd be Christ. slapping. I'd, I'd wear. would <laughs> be like t-shirts. hashtag ad. This shit is
0: awesome. No yeah. qualms. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Well, gentlemen, shall we? Uh, shall we dive into our top ten movies? Do you guys? Do you guys still have your links to your uh, mm. your uh, Google Plus?
1: I actually made a minor modification, but I do have my list in order. Uh, oh,
0: that's fine. I don't
3: have mine. Where do I find that at? Oh, on the uh, uh, oh, I can get that right uh, on the panic page. Money-
0: I know. Yeah, I, know where I think go. you...
3: Yeah, yeah. I know where to go. All right. All right, you guys can start because uh, it's going to take me a minute to get this link up.
0: Mm, all right, so just like, just like uh, you know, for those who, who haven't listened to or weren't here for our top 10 games, uh, essentially we just go in a loop, we do uh, a rough countdown. Sometimes, some of us have uh, uh, some of us have attempted to put these in order to a degree. I can tell you, mine definitely aren't. Uh, yeah, like it, mine are moods, all over the place. Wind currents, weather, uh, absolutely. So we're we're technically going to go ten through one, but don't necessarily, unless we say it, assume that. Number five, for example, is legitimately the middle of the pack movie. Um because it, it it might not be. But otherwise, yeah, we're just gonna go in go in uh in turn and start from the top and work our way down.
1: Also taking into account, Jeff and I have watched a couple of million movies while Adam's only watched maybe a couple of hundred. So, you know, uh, I've watched when like when we two. say top ten. For Jeff and I, it's like these are good movies,
0: at least by our. I've actually, our I've actually only watched three movies. I've just watched them all over and ah. over again. You know, that's, that's that's how I've how I've gotten through life. It's just with three movies. Yeah. Damn, this is, um, is going to be
3: tough to put them in from ten to one, but I'll try my best.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, with the games, like I said, with the games, it's like, you know what, honestly, just with anything, mood changes, I, I can't order these things, it's just going to be... Approximation. These are in my top, these are in my top ten, and for my clarification, for me, uh, as well, um, I didn't necessarily pick these movies because I think they are, like, objectively... The greatest movies of all time. I picked these because I just really like these movies. Some of these movies that I have in this list, odds are a lot of people are going to be like, "It's a personal that is thing, Adam. Shit. You don't need to defend That's it. A it's, shit w- movie. it's what you like." I might poke fun but, at you, but hey. But it's it's it. it's just these are the when it comes to movies, it could be a crap movie, but if I like to watch it, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> also, shout out to uh, Walking Tall that was on TV the other day, and I was tired enough that I actually watched it all. Um. That was a movie. Oh, with the rock. You guys seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of
3: course. That's always on that TV. That was
0: probably one of the most generic movies I've ever like if you if you could if there was a grab bag of like tropes in movies that you could pull and then just create the most generic movie of all time, that was a hundred and ten percent one of like, like uh, anyway, it's not my top ten. If it's 10. not in your top ten, I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> it's not my top ten. All right, so who's starting this out? Am I starting this Go out ahead. Or, or how are we Go doing? Go ahead. All right. In the number 10 spot, this one is on my list because I watched it with my grandfather probably 55,000 times, Uh, and it's one of my... I could watch it now. It's not that long. I think the movie is like 45 minutes at best, Uh, but I had the VHS, and I watched it until that tape exploded. It's Leslie Nielsen, who is a god, Uh, and it is Bad Golf Made Easier, and it is... Bar none, if you are a golfer, even if you're not really a golfer, because you don't need to understand all that much, if but if you are a golfer, this is one of the funniest movies you are ever going to fucking watch in your entire life. I'm I'm telling you, you can see it on YouTube, 100%, the whole movie's on YouTube. Just search it up, Bad Golf, Made Easier, I don't even think they made DVD presses of this movie. Just, it's it's obscure, it's random, and it is absolutely one of my favorite movies uh, for a great number of reasons, notwithstanding the fact that I watched it with my grandfather. It is good stuff. Highly recommend any golfer. Go check that out. Or if you like Leslie Nielsen, which everyone should, go watch Bad Golf Made Easy. It's free on YouTube and it's 45 minutes. Watch when you're taking a crap. That's not even a movie. That's a fucking episode. <laughs> Well, well, I, I think I I'm, I might be wrong. I feel like it's on the shorter side. Like it might just be like an hour or something like that. I can't I can't remember. Damn, it's it's actually forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, there you
3: go. It's like a it's TV it, episode. It's awesome. So damn good. Alright, well I'll take your word for it. I'm never gonna watch that movie, but I'll take, no, your, I'll you take abs- your word. No,
0: you absolutely do you golf. You will you will love that movie. I, it, will, I, it will it will it will make you I laugh. I feel like your type of
3: humor is not my type of humor, so
0: It's Leslie Nielsen. Everybody's humor is Leslie
3: Nielsen humor. I don't know. I, I I'm can't say I'm a huge Leslie Nielsen fan. Oh <laughs> can't say can't say oh, I am. Yeah. It's a little bit too... That was a dagger. It's a little bit too sticky, a little bit too white, Sons a little, little a too white, a little too corny. Adam and Jeff. It's just a little corny. <sighs> I mean, Adam's a pure white bread uh, fellow with that likes, like, fucking British humor. I'm just like... It, it, I'm not into slapstick humor. I just find it really immature and just not funny. <laughs> I just I just don't. I think it's like
0: trying <laughs> that's to... Fair. It's that's fair. It's not my type perfect. of thing. That's... It's perfectly fair. Perfectly fair. But do you like the movie Airplane?
3: Uh I don't I won't say I like it, but it's not like it's not okay. it's not bad, okay. but I you know, I've seen it once, I'll never watch it again. And if it's okay. on TV, I'm not going to stop and watch it. But it's not terrible. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I had to toss it out to see. I had to test the waters. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely his probably his best movie I've ever seen him in. But...
1: <laughs> All right, Make Panic, what about you? Um, so originally I had MI3 on here. Um, but that got bumped off. It's John Wick now. Ooh, John Wick's number nice. 10. Ah, nice. Made some updates. Mm-hmm. I nice. mean, everyone knows John Wick. Um, the reason I a reason it made it in the top ten um was the same reason I liked MI3. MI3 was just like a good all-around movie. It had a story, it had a plot, it had villain, everything kind of wrapped up together with good action scenes. John Wick for being a newcomer in the franchise. It wasn't a huge budget. Keanu Reeves kind of came in, owned it. They had a great plot, great story, a lot of exposition, created a new universe without them like trying to like browbeat you into it. It was pretty much just the ninety minutes of action, but it has story
3: and it had style. So top down for me. Hey, I can't I can't complain about that. John Wick is a very, very dope action movie. And it's 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 not it's it's a breath of fresh air but it's it's yeah. it's like um it isn't something that's like we we haven't seen before it's like a 90s action movie but in 2015 with right? like all the tech it's, stuff you'd want to see the, in it Exactly so it it's just it's nice it's just uh, I love it I can't wait for the third one uh, my number 10 movie uh I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and put uh, Home Alone 2 Lost in mm. New York uh, I, I just can't – I can't see – I'm looking at my top ten here. I can't get this in front of any other movie, so I'm going to put this at number ten. Not only – now, there's multiple reasons why I'm going to have these, these movies in my top ten. Number one is rewatchability something that you can watch over and over and over and over again, and you just enjoy it as much or more the more you watch it. And Home Alone 2 is, yes, it's immature. Yes, it's an older movie. But it's simple. Ironically, slapstick. Well, it, it is. It is slapstick, but it's not as it's not as much so. <laughs> it, it it isn't. It's 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 definitely more lighthearted. It's it's family. Uh, it's it's Home Alone. I think it's I think it's the closest thing to slapstick humor that I'll ever get. Um, but but the actors in it they don't make it as cheesy. Like even when Marv is doing his like you know his weird faces when he gets his. Face smashed in by bricks and shit. Yeah, that's slapsticky, but he does it in a way that it comes off genuine. It doesn't come off like we're watching uh, um, "Whose Line Is It Anyway," where you're watching someone do a skit and they're trying really hard to be funny. And although you have a few chuckles, it just still comes off like it's like it's slapstick.
0: Merv, Merv is Home Alone for me. If you removed Merv from Home Alone, really. I probably wouldn't yeah. watch Home Alone. Yeah.
3: I mean, he's just amazing. <laughs> so it was like just the, the way. Bandits. It just felt it felt good. It wasn't it wasn't cheesy. Um, it was cheesy, but it wasn't like cringe cheese. And uh, and it's just a classic. It puts a smile on my face. It's got awesome music. It's got a lot of cameos in the movie that you probably wouldn't realize. Donald Trump is in Home Alone too. um, yep. You know, there's all there's all kinds of stuff in there. It's great. It's great. If you could uh, so if you could assign a-, a flavor to cringe
1: cheese, what would it be? Like, what kind of cheese would it be in most accurate form?
3: Um, I think probably, oh man, I would say like the three stooges, like that type of cheese, right? Where it's just like, I can't get over it. I just, I can't do it. I can't watch it because it's painful. It's just very painful. (laughs) Like even a lot of British humor. Like I know a lot of people like, um, the closest thing that I've, that I've enjoyed would be, um, um, you know, Shaun of the Dead. Mm -hmm. I, I like Shaun of the Dead because it was a good movie. But pretty much, almost everything else that they've done, uh, I found just cringeworthy. I couldn't watch it. I love like, Hot um, Fuzz. Like I love his movies. Uh, I I wasn't a huge fan of Hot Fuzz, uh, although it did have a few redeeming qualities. the uh, The one that kind of checked me out was the the one where they were they were like bar hopping. Um,
1: oh, the the end of
3: the bar hopping to the end of the, the world. world thing, yeah. Yeah, I I saw that in theater and I just couldn't. That uh, one was, that was one of the that was later ones. Much it. Yeah, I didn't like that one all that much, but Shaun of the Dead, definitely the best. But yeah, like Three Stooges, those sort of things. Uh, th- that's just I can't I can't deal with that. So why
0: number two over number one?
3: Uh, number two, I don't know. I just I like the I like the action a little bit more. I like uh the the stunts. Like obviously the first one is is classic. Uh, I I like. The fact that they brought it back with the, uh, you know, you've got you've got uh, you know ten seconds to get out of my door or whatever the mm-hmm. the whole videotape thing. They did it well in in the hotel uh, with the with the people, the doormen and shit. Um, I like that they went to the abandoned house and they had another place to set up traps. And who doesn't like the part where Marv gets electrocuted and is he <laughs> turns into like the skeleton and shit? It's just it's just oh, funny it's so like it's just funny and and there's a lot i, I thought the, the the, formula, there was a lot of heart it. yeah yeah it was it was the same formula but i just thought they did it better i thought the second one was actually better than the first one and uh there's a lot of heart in the movie there's a lot like even with the 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 pigeon lady um you know there's a lot of like undertones there that it's that like good for kids well, good they, family they make swapped- you feel good
0: they swapped Shovel Guy for Pigeon Lady, yeah, and they used Pigeon Lady more to do the whole uh, family values bit. The The Shovel Dude's family values happened in the last 45 seconds yeah. of the movie, yeah. uh, and they just kind of slammed that in there, uh, but... I mean, I, I had to ask because I both like one. I like one over two, but they're both basically. I I watched both any time. Yeah. So they're basically interchangeable for me, but I, I I just have to give an edge, uh, an edge to one, personally. All right. Well, number nine. This is where uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt. It's gonna be hard, but I'm going to I'm going to attempt to put this in some sort of order. Um. Uh, Number nine, I'm going to give to Gone in 60 Seconds. Mm. Interesting choice. We'll see that. Be. Uh, the Nicolas Cage one. Just to clarify, I, I, I figured <laughs> for for somebody out there that was going to be a smartass, it's the Nicholas Cage one, Gone in 60 Seconds. Um, you know, you don't watch Gone in 60 Seconds because it's one of the greatest, uh, you know, uh, the greatest acted movies of all time. Uh, you watch it because, uh, the plot is just good enough to string the awesome cars together. Uh, and... It was still, at a time when they did this movie, it was still not over-the-top cheese to show, uh, you know, the actor slamming his foot into the clutch and shifting gears every five seconds. Uh, and yet they did it really well in that movie. Other movies have done it since, and for whatever reason, for me... Gone in 60 Seconds does it particularly well. Uh, they just have so many iconic cars in that movie. I think that, honestly, as much as the movie isn't necessarily some sort of, like, you know, high-fidelity uh, th- deal, Nicolas Cage did a really good job in this movie, carrying what it for was, for all intents and purposes, a pretty, you know, whatever script. Uh, and I think everyone else also did a pretty good job in it, to be honest. Uh, it was just... It was just a solid popcorn movie yeah. that was full of really sexy cars, <laughs> and uh, most, a lot of the muscle cars, which are like my crack uh, anyway. And uh, and I, I I loved the whole concept of of Eleanor, the 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 unicorn car, the Shelby GT500 that isn't necessarily a car that really existed, but we're gonna let it slide because it looked really fucking awesome. Uh and uh, it was funny to watch him go through all of that shit and then at the very end like just dink, and oh shit the side mirror's <laughs> fucking knocked off and the guy wasn't having it and it was just it was good. I don't know. I I just uh, I liked it. I for whatever reason and I've said this before I like Nicolas Cage. He does some of the shittiest movies of he does all time. Really but I can't not like he gets some really good movies,
3: too. Now a lot but of them I, are in the '90s. Like that was when he made his. Yes. I think Gone in 60 Seconds was probably his last good movie that he, he, made 90, yeah. he made.
1: Movies though, he is like the iconic '90s movie star for action stuff. Yes, yeah, not no, bad. he's good. Uh, uh, just I have fond memories, but
0: nobody think nobody yeah. like. Oh, everybody always gives him a hard time because he will literally do any movie that you give well, him. Only the like now. Man and yeah. stuff and. Yeah, like not the bees, not the bi- national like, treasure. That's, that's Nicholas Cage now. My
3: favorite Nicholas Cage movies. I mean, Gone in sixty seconds ain't up there for me. Although it's a it's a good movie. Uh, Con Air is probably my favorite, and Face Off. Those are the two. Mm. Con Air is just so much fun to watch. Like that is just a that fun movie that keeps blast. going, blast. <laughs> it's just so much fun. So those are good. But hey, Gone in sixty seconds. I can't be too mad at that. Yep. That's my number nine.
1: Um, my number nine is sticking from the original list. We're going with an old one, Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: Oh, Bueller. Yeah. Um, again, like it's just a very Bueller. for me. It's
1: like a classic movie. It's like <laughs> it's it's my my generation when I was born. Like that was like, and it's a fun movie. Um, I you know I've watched it with a lot of people over and over. Um, it's just one of those things. Like again, I don't know why. It just resonates with me. I just love the movie. Well, it's a
3: it's it's a good
1: classic
0: yeah. movie. I mean, it's uh, it is. It's the one that will get put on TV when we have oh, grandchildren. Yeah. A, lot yep. beha- a lot of sentimental be value behind. I've only it
3: for me. I've only ever seen it once, and uh, I probably won't watch it again. But it's a good movie. Um, I saw it when I was like 13 or 14 years old. At coincidentally enough, at a Christmas gathering with my family, it was on TV, and we all watched it. So,
0: um. Yeah, it's a good Ferris movie. Bueller's Day Off is the movie that you watch when you too skip mm-hmm. school. That is, the, that is the movie that you watch. It's Nothing else is on TV but soap operas and Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and then you choose to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. A friend
1: of mine actually hadn't seen the movie, and I was just like, we're watching this movie. And I actually was just like, <laughs> I don't feel like going to work today, so we're going to watch it today.
2: <laughs> there we you sat see? I at the That's end they were just saying.
1: like I do not know how I have
0: never seen this movie. This movie's amazing. All right, now look, if if it's if you have a choice between Ferris Bueller and The Price Is Right, I'm going to let it slide if you're watching Drew Carey Price Is Right, but back in the day if you passed up on Bob Barker Price Is Right to watch Ferris Bueller,
1: but oh, you can watch Bob, Bob Barker you, Barker, you, making, you watch Bob Barker Price Is Right every day when you, when you were
0: homesick from school. Ex- exactly, it was medicinal. You watch it every day. You got better. You got better faster if you watched The Price Is Right with Bob Barker. It was, it was, it was. You know, it could have been passed as a drug, uh, because I got better faster when I watched it. Uh, all right, what's Jefferson number nine? What's uh, what's your number nine? Uh,
3: my number nine is. It is a horror movie, and it is the only horror movie in my top ten. Uh, I, actually, no, that's a lie. There is two horror movies in my top 10, but this is oh. this one here is straight up horror. My other one is like a hybrid, but this is straight up horror. And this mm. is uh the original The Evil Dead. Ooh. Um mm. The Evil Dead, if you guys haven't seen
0: it, I doubt it Adam have seen the movie. I have. You have? I have. Wow, okay. Um, a very long time ago, but Ryan uh, Crimp had it, and we watched it at his place. It's okay. a, a movie that established
1: yeah. that I do not like horror movies, and will never watch horror movies, but that was still a good movie.
3: <laughs> so, The Evil Dead, um, it was extremely under budget. Like, there was, like, no budget. They were using garden hoses and weird shit. Uh, you could see, they there's, like, a documentary that you can watch on the movie where they show, like, just slapsticks of just shit that they used. It was, it was a joke. It was, it was a passion project that a bunch of young guys and gals went out in the woods and made. And it is super effective. It is super scary. Now, if you watch it now, yeah, it's super cheesy, but I mean, even if you're probably the age under 15, it still might scare you. Um, It's, it doesn't hold up in terms of like, cause there is no CGI. It's all practical. Sometimes that's the scariest stuff but i just thought it was creepy uh the remake was really good as well i really loved the the evil dead remake i thought it was amazing uh but it's just classic and it's it's one of those movies that scared the living hell out of me um and it also spawned one of the greatest uh um horror comedy guys ever <laughs> yeah yeah fucking bruce campbell i mean yeah I mean, who he's he's a he's, he's a legend, gone, yeah. right? So, yeah. And now they have like um there there's like an Evil Dead uh, show TV show, which I hear is absolutely amazing. I watched the first episode; it had me in stitches. And then I hadn't watched it again because I try and watch shows with the with the wife. And uh, eventually, I want to watch it, but I hear the TV show is incredible as well. So, um, yeah, he's just awesome. It, he turned it, he turned it into a almost a parody. But it was still serious. And then the second one was just absolute gong show, which was amazing. Still scary. Still awesome. Evil Dead. I have to put it in there. I love horror. And if you haven't seen it, guys, go watch The Evil Dead. Mm, yes. Go. It's creepy. Worth it. It's creepy as
0: worth. shit. Oh, Army of Very Darkness. Much yes, sir. Worth, yeah. Army of Dark Yeah, Army of Darkness. <laughs> uh, all right. Where are we? We're at number eight now, right? All right. Let me... Let me browse what I've got here. Alright, I think I can safely put this at number 8. Uh, again, not the original, although I have watched the originals as well, uh, but the newer ones, of Ocean 11, or Ocean's 11. Eh, I, can, I can see that. Uh, like Gone in 60 Seconds, it's a movie that I could watch a thousand times, and for whatever reason, I just enjoy it. Uh, I think that it is an incredibly rewatchable movie, uh, and it's a very fun movie in general to watch. There's, uh, the only thing that falls flat for me is that Julia Roberts is in it and I hate (laughs) Julia Roberts, so that was unfortunate. Uh, it's just very awkward for me. When everyone in the movie is pretending that Julia Roberts is like some 14 out of 10 knockout. And in reality, she is definitely not a 14 out of 10 knockout. No, she's she's like, like a... She's like a 7. She's, a solid, she's like a solid 7. Yeah. She's a 7. Uh, so, you know... And the and the whole thing between her and, and Clooney's character kind of was whatever for me. But that aside... Everything else was great in it. and I thought that they did a, a really good job of recreating like the the modern day rat pack feel that the original oceans uh, movies you know the, the were were made uh, with and uh, use ensemble uh, cast. It's also the first movie it is and it's also the first movie that I, I remember uh, before I ever saw anyone on the internet talk about it back in the day. I remember thinking to myself, man. Brad Pitt is eating in every one of these fucking scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I watched I'd see like another movie and Brad Pitt was eating in every scene in that and I was like what the hell is Brad Pitt doing? He's constantly snacking in every single scene in every movie that it's he's his in. Method, man. And and now I can't unsee it. It gets in character. I I've, I've just uh, it's I, it's his thing, I guess. I, I don't know if it's like his it is like and 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 uh, there were people shit. like yeah. Yeah, and it's always finger food. Yeah. Like it's constantly finger food. And once I showed that to some people they were like they can't unsee it now. And now every movie there a couple people will come back and be like fuck you man. Cuz yeah. now every time I see Brad Pitt in a movie he's just constantly eating and all I can think about is that Brad Pitt's eating in every scene that he's in. It's all um, it's it's
3: also easier to act when you have something Yeah, something in your hands. In your hands as well. It's like a
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's basically Uh, I guess that's basically it. It's just an, it's, it's like gone in 60 seconds, highly watchable. And for me, uh, it was about 75% of the way there to kind of creating a modern day rat pack with Clooney and Matt, Matt Damon Damon. uh, and the rest of them, uh, as well. Yeah. Just fuck Julia Roberts. She ruins everything for me. So there you go. There's my number eight.
1: My number eight. Right, yeah, my number eight was another one got bumped off. Um, my number eight was Groundhog Day. Um, kind of similar, same reasons Jeff had Home Alone two on. That was my Home Alone two. Um, unfortunately, I don't know. Some people might. Some people might see this as a weird choice, but I, I got I bumped it with Baby Driver. Uh, Ooh, baby driver you liked it that much dude, like I love that kind of movie and I love Edgar Wright and that movie just had so much style and like I watched it again after after we saw it in Halifax and like just the amount of detail and everything that just went into the audio engineering the cinematography and everything yeah. like watching it a second time it just blew my mind I even bought I bought the freaking vinyl for it and the vinyl is even off the hook too like just everything about that movie I thought was awesome so I was just like you know what yeah. This this should be in my top 10.
3: Yeah, no, I I thought Baby Driver was great. I I I couldn't put it in my I, top I 10 of all time, but it is definitely I could definitely put it in the top 10 in the last, you know, 5 years. Um but yeah, no, it's a good choice. I can't can't yeah, argue with baby, that.
0: Baby Driver is good. Baby Driver Baby Driver was, was really good. I mean, it, it, when I I don't I, I'm sure if I watched it a second time I would notice even more, but even just watching it <laughs> the first time through in theater all I could think of to myself the entire time I was watching is once you once you caught on that they were lining up almost every action in the entire movie with the music that was, that was in the background in terms of, of of the the beat and and doors are opening on like on the four, and everything is just literally in pace with the movie uh, or with the action in, in the movie. Down to the gunshots at one point are lining up with it as well. And, and uh, it was super impressive to me for that reason. Uh, I wasn't a fan of how the movie ended at all. Uh, the end of that movie kind of killed it a bit for me. I love that. Uh, and it turned it more into me just being impressed with the technical aspects of Baby Driver and less about the, the movie in its entirety. But it is a phenomenal movie to, to, to say the least. Very good movie.
3: Um all right, so we're on my number what, 8 or 7? 8? Yeah, 8. This is 8. Yeah, okay. Oh jeez. Okay. Um number 8. Shit. Oh man. This is tough. Number 8, I'm going to go ahead and give to The Dark Knight. I'm going to go ahead oh. and put Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight up there uh obvious reasons i think it it is the greatest batman movie of all time um it is the greatest villain movie of all time it is uh, i want to say it's christopher nolan's greatest movie of all time um i you know it's between that it i, I really like inception but i'm i'm probably going to say the dark knight just because he just it's it's a it's a home run in every single way the action's great the characters are great uh what more can i say it's got it's got the single greatest like bank heist opening scene that i've ever seen in a movie uh that's it you know what i, I mean, want to see there's not.
1: i want to see nolan do a heist movie like not a hero he a, not not I a hero be,
3: Just just do a heist movie yeah, I think he'd crush it. I mean he'd crush anything that he touches. Um but yeah, no, I'm gonna go with
0: the Dark Knight. I mean, I think it's just it think it's just obvious why. Yeah. I it's 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 of of the the Nolan Batmans or whatever, that's definitely my favorite of the ones that that, that happened. The problem that I had with it is that and it's a s it's it's a i it, I guess it's a good problem for a movie to have, is that uh, the Joker was done so well that for me, it wasn't even a Batman movie anymore. It was a Joker movie <laughs> uh, because Joker, Christian, like Christian Bale, Bale was acted under the table uh, really, really badly in that movie. Christian Bale is a phenomenal actor. And, you know, as much as I liked <laughs> his, his whiskey-induced Batman voice painted all over that, uh, that series that he did... Um he got acted under the table like hardcore in the Dark Knight, uh, which isn't necessarily the end of the world, but it again, it made me feel more like I was watching not a Batman movie, but uh a a Joker movie. I don't think that's a problem though. It's not like a it's villain. not like,
3: oh man, I came to see I came to see Batman. Well, it's like the whole movie's about Batman. It just so happens that the villain is actually so fucking good. That yeah, that's it saying. overshadows that's the saying. Batman. It's not really. It's not, like, it's not like a bad thing. It's like, well, I didn't, want, I didn't a, ask for a, a Joker movie. It's like, man, we got the the yeah. single greatest villain in a comic book movie. Hands down, no ever. argument. <laughs> like, like ever. So, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah. that's just that's why I love it so much. I wouldn't love the movie if if he wasn't j- the Joker. I just wouldn't. I mean, he just embodied that literally to the point where he, he was he pretty much killed himself. Uh, you know, doing, doing the role. So, yeah, you know, it's, uh.
0: if anyone else was the Joker in that movie, do you think it would have been no, uh, no. talked about at all? No. I mean, it would have been great because it was it a Christopher a Nolan thing. movie, but it wouldn't be
3: like this. I mean, Jesus, that's just, he, he almost ruined the Joker character because no one else is ever going to be able to come close to what he has accomplished. The closest thing would be like Mark Hamill's Joker. Mark Hamill's voice. That's, that's <laughs> that, Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's that's the only other distinguishable uh, Joker that doesn't the get two, scrutinized. There's the two different or, versions of Joker. Yeah. It, it, nobody it complains hands, when Mark well. Hamill does Joker. So, yeah. yeah. yeah actually, um, no, Dark Knight.
1: I did an impression. It wasn't Hamill, but a guy who does a really good Mark Hamill impression did Heath Ledger's lines as Hamill's Joker. And it was insane. Like I'll find the video for later for you guys, but the, it was insane.
0: <laughs> it's good. yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, bless Jared Leto for trying, but uh, he's gonna he's gonna steep hill to climb. To an
1: actor, so that they can finally do Joker again later.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, what's his face He's uh, playing
3: Joker now. The the for the next for the Joker movie, the guy from It, it, it he's gonna be playing Joker. The young Joker and Leto is going to be in the same movie, and it's we're going to see the Joker become Joker with the young guy that plays it, which I think he's mm-hmm. going to do amazing with. And the crazy thing is, those they look alike, so he'll start off as the young Joker, and then within the movie, it'll do like, uh, or or the movie is going to be about Jared Leto, but it'll do backflashes like, to where stuff. he was younger. And how he became the Joker, and that's where uh, I think his name's like Tom or Tim or whatever his name is. I I forget. His whole family's all of them are actors, but um, yeah, he's it's going to do flashbacks of him um, doing doing Joker, which I think is going to be great. And him and Jared Leto look like oh Bill, there it is, Bill Skarsgård. Um, they they look like identical. It's crazy. Like even in person. He looks like a younger version of the cracked out Joker that Jared Leto plays. So I'm very, very excited for what they can do with that.
0: Uh my number seven, uh Panic has already pulled it out of the deck, so it will be quick. It's John Wick. Oh wow. Uh yep. First one first one or second one really. They're I interchangeable mean, to
1: me. They're like in terms of awesomeness. They're
0: in they're pretty they're pretty interchangeable um i think that the first one has strengths the second doesn't and vice versa the, they they trade in certain areas but yeah so john wick uh it's we've all talked about john wick several thousand times uh in this podcast it's fantastic it's one of the most intriguing action universes that have been done in my memory uh, uh and of all the action movies i've watched uh and it's 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 good enough that when I'm watching it, despite the fact that the action is some of the best that uh, I've ever seen as well in, uh, in a movie like this, I'm still interested in the actual universe and not just the fact that Keanu Reeves is an immortal god uh, that does incredible things on a daily basis, uh, including in these films. So, yeah, it was great. Uh, and I could watch it again one of those things I could watch uh, John Wick a hell of a lot of times mm-hmm. and it's probably not going to get old for me because <laughs> it's just good stuff uh, and I too hope the third one is great uh, and while I while I wish that the third was the last of the Wick stuff that we're going to get I doubt it will be uh, as but as a man good, can dream I'll keep watching them <laughs> yeah all
2: right
0: <laughs>
1: Alright, what's up? Next? So number seven. Um, we're gonna go with the eighties again. Rocky four.
3: Like Rocky Four. Yeah.
0: Four. Okay, so Rocky, Rocky, you have to if you're gonna pick a Rocky movie, now you have to say why four over the Thirty six other Rocky. Rocky movies. Four is the quintessential
1: Cold War. You know, versus you know, it's Rocky versus Drago. You know, there's a major major plot event. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'm not spoiling this for anyone. Apollo Creed dies. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was. Um, and again, it's the quintessential. I, I like looking at older movies and watching older movies and classic. If he dies. Exactly. He dies. Um, and <laughs> you know. I felt personally they needed to – you know, Rocky had kind of gotten stale from 1, 2, and 3. The character was kind of losing its way, but 4 brought the franchise back in the sense that, like, a lot of people will go and say Rocky 4 is the best movie. And when you go into it, you're like, Why? But then you listen to the soundtrack, you listen to how they put it together, you listen to kind of the message they're trying to send in the movie. And, like, for me, I'm like, this is quintessential 80s. It's so representative of the time. And it's just a good and fun movie to watch. Like, you're, you're rooting for Rocky the entire time. You know, and he's going up against big bad Russia. And, you know, for me, I don't know. It's, 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 it's like one of those movies that if it's on TV, I will stop what I'm doing and I will watch it. Um, I went to do the um no, uh, Alamo good. Draft House was doing like the uh, the Rocky movie marathon thing and it was four ran- oh, not Rocky movie man they did that too um it was seven or six or seven random Stallone movies in a row you don't know all original 35mm prints and they you only find out what movie it is when they start rolling and they ended it with Rocky 4 and like the entire theater hey. the entire theater after watching five movies in a row in a theater entire movie theater just went nuts and was like so, like, for me, getting to watch that movie in original thirty-five mm print,
2: yeah,
0: it was pretty good. Not bad. All right, not bad. Um, I think I
3: accidentally just exited my list here. One sec. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm a rock. While well, Jeff does that, I'm a Rocky, Rocky, Rocky one guy. Too. I love that movie. Uh, the reason why I like Rocky is less about the movies themselves uh although there are some very good rocky movies throughout the series uh and more about the story behind the movies being or getting made in the first place that that's that has always been more impressive to me uh than just the movies themselves though I do enjoy the rocky movies uh just the whole concept of Stallone desperately trying to push this through over and over and over and over again and finally makes it happen and he does it uh he does it for like zero dollars and zero cents uh and 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 pulls it together and it and it becomes this crazy huge sensation that's probably why i I like him so much (laughs) yeah dude it's crazy so that's that yeah for me definitely why i like rocky but rocky won for me for sure yeah I, i did
3: like creed i thought creed was great um all right so we're on i'm on number seven right yes uh, uh yes. Okay. So number 7, this is a tough one now cuz we're getting down to all ones that I just really really like. I'm going to go um I'm going to go with The Matrix uh for number 7. Uh Keanu Reeves movie. It is the start of one of the one of the best franchises ever made. Um I absolutely loved The Matrix franchise. Part of me loved Reloaded, part of me loved um Revelation or whatever, revelations or whatever the fuck it's called. Revolution. Revolution. That's it. Uh, Rev something. Rev a CGI. Uh, but I loved it. I loved it all. I wish they would bring the Matrix back. I wish they would uh, either reboot it or bring back Keanu Reeves and 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 figure out a way to continue uh, the story. I just thought the Matrix was it was transcendent. I mean, it 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 took the action genre and created an action uh, genre. It action was story. the birth of slow mo. Um, it was the perfect amount of sci-fi meets action. It was the, the fact that you could go into the Matrix and kind of be and do whatever you want was super cool. They didn't have to follow a specific formula in terms of like locations to be. It was the Matrix. They could. It, they just needed a good script uh, and and coherent direction, and they could just make whatever they wanted with it because it was whatever the Wachowski siblings or whatever you want to call them these days attack helicopters. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever it is that they wanted to do, uh, they could do. And obviously this was when the Wachowskis were, uh, geniuses at filmmaking speed racer happened. And, uh, yeah. And then, and then sex changes happened and bad things happened, uh, with, with writing and directing and decision making and they're dead to me. So, um, (laughs) Matrix. I mean, it's there. There it is. There's not much more to say about it. It's the fucking Matrix.
0: It's number seven. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. All right, so number six for me. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Mm. Uh... It's always it's always fun to ask somebody who, you know, who's seen the original trilogy, which of the original trilogy is their favorite and everyone has, you know, their own their own deal. I just felt like the most uh there was the most right things done in the Empire strikes back out of the original trilogy. Uh I enjoyed uh it was also the point before it was the point before everyone was just kind of OP. They stopped phoning like, it. They weren't by phoning the third it movie. Yeah, exactly. The third one was, it's not like the third was a bad movie or anything, but it was. It just kind of felt like they were oh, going through the motions. Service. Number one, they were still catching their their stride. And two, just seemed to be like the one that everyone was excited to be a part of it and everyone wanted to do Star Wars. And they showed up and they fucking nailed it. Uh, and, and so that's probably why it ended up being, uh, my favorite of the, uh, of the original trilogy. But while I can watch Star Wars pretty frequently over and over again, uh, yeah, of, of the three, that's the one that I can watch the most. And so I chose, uh, I chose that one to, to, to take, cause I knew I wanted Star Wars in here somewhere, but then I had to decide which one that's going to be the one for me.
3: Cool. Cool. I can't add anything to that. can't complain about it. Um so mine
1: uh, which number is it? 5 6 6. My six. my number 6 movie. Um I'm judging if I still want it on my list after recent events, but I don't have anything to replace it with, so we're going to go with Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Like after like mm. again like it's classic classic 80s 90s action movie. Um, For me, it was peak Arnold. Um, And Mm -hmm. just, like, from a cinematic standpoint, you know, it's one of Cameron's best, you know, action movies ever made. Um, You know, that's all there really is to say for it for me. And it holds up. Like, if you were to watch it today, not necessarily any of the new editions, even if you watch the original one from, like, the 90s, it holds up as an action movie. It's, like, parallels, and you can watch it, and, you know, everything still applies.
3: Yeah, no, it's a great, that's a good choice. Uh, I'm going to go for my number six. Uh, I'm going to go a Star Wars as well, and I'm going to go with uh, the first Star Wars, A New Hope or just, you know, Star Wars. I almost had a little heart attack Uh, when you said
1: the first Star Wars. I'm like, episode one, please God, no.
3: (laughs) No, 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 no. The The real real first Star Star Wars. Um. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, this is a classic, it, it's what, it's, um, my dad showed me this movie, uh, we had it on VHS, and my dad, my dad always loved Star Wars, and so he waited until I was old enough to show me Star Wars, I don't even remember how old I was, I know we were living up in Cowie Hill, so I was probably, I would say I was probably 11, maybe 12, maybe, uh, when I first star, uh, saw Star Wars, And uh, I loved it, fell in love with it, and we watched all three of them. And I have to say, although I do agree, I think uh, Empire Strikes Back is probably the best made Star Wars movie ever in terms of everything. But I have to go with the original Star Wars because it is what introduced me to the characters, the world, the lure. Uh, I loved watching Luke Skywalker figure out his Jedi powers or or start to figure those out. Um, You know, Ben was a great character got to see what happened with his, with his parent. Well, with his, uh, you know, his aunt and uncle. uncle. Um, It was just, it was the beginning. And I think if I were to, if I were to have watched Empire Strikes Back first, and it was the only one I've seen Or if I even watched that and then went back and watched the original, I probably would pick Empire Strikes Back. But I feel like this movie pays off so much more for me because I know everything that is going to happen. And so when I go to rewatch this movie, it's just – it all just makes so much sense. And it's just – it's so well done. It was like George Lucas knew what he wanted with Star Wars. He kind of stuck to it. And it was cool to see him make a film that he didn't think it was big. I mean, at Empire Strikes Back, he knew it was a big deal they 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 went in and did it, but this was a pure passion project that you could tell he he put it all out there. It was weird, and it worked. and so for that, for risk purposes, for the first time i was uh, I was introduced because I think all Star Wars movies are fun i mean even even episode two uh, one, two, and three there is fun to be had with those movies just because it's star wars i think uh i thought rogue one was great i think episode um episode 7 i'm going to i'm going to take a lot of shit for this but i think episode 7 was better than um well obviously better than all the prequels but i think it was i think it was up there or if not even more of an enjoyable experience than the originals so- and only because, only because I got to see what George Lucas wanted to be able to do being done, like, in in, in technology that we can do now, in terms of lightsaber fights, in terms of force power, uh, in terms of, like, uh, space battles, all those things, I got to see it in Episode 7, and... I can't put it in my top 10 because I don't have that type of nostalgia like I do for the original Star Wars, but when I think about it, number seven could be the best made Star Wars film um, ever for me in terms of entertainment. Is it it the best because it is a copy of A New Hope? No. I mean, it's obviously pretty much a carbon copy, but man, oh man, was it fucking fun to watch that in theater, and how exciting was it? To go to the theater knowing you're getting episode seven, and it was just amazing that whole experience. I never got those experiences with the original trilogy, so I didn't. I was too young to go to the theater and get my popcorn and sit in there and watch it on a big screen, and it was amazing to have that. I had that with the with the the prequels but the prequels weren't very good like they had good moments in them but they weren't groundbreaking movies episode 7 destroyed the prequels and i got to have that experience and knowing how bad the prequels were i had high expectations and we had great director cool cast it just my expectations were high and they didn't is disappoint it, i love it's wrong
1: seven. for me to say that rogue one is my favorite star wars movie like no star wars movie made it to my no. top 10 but out of like all the movies we've gotten Rogue One was actually my favorite out of all of them. Not to say the others weren't good or anything, but I just felt like that was the most like well put together Star Wars I've seen. Uh,
3: I thought it was good. I, I I can't I I definitely can't even put Rogue One in like my top three for for Star Wars movies. But it was if when we get these big collections yeah. of side movies, I think Rogue One will stand the test yeah. of time to be probably the best or one of the best. But it's hard it to put it on baggage. a scope where we don't like, even yep. really have yeah. jedis. We don't even really have fucking you know Jedi fights um, in it. So that's what I liked you know, there's about Just part it. of Star Wars. It nitty gr- gritty. I will Star say that the, the Darth Vader scene, yeah. Darth Vader scene, uh, was one it of the puts best. All the other Star, Star Wars, Wars, Wars movies ever in
1: perspective. Like you finally understand what yeah. it's like. To just be in the universe and you understand, like, oh, shit, okay, not everyone is powerful until, you, like, when you see that Darth Vader scene, you're like,
3: okay, yeah, this isn't yeah. some
1: old guy swinging a stick around. This guy's going to fuck some shit up. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I agree. And seeing Darth Vader do that, I mean, if you guys haven't seen Rogue One by now. It was well, on then Netflix you fucking, if you haven't you're not seen even a Star it Wars yet. Like, yeah, you're not even a Star Wars fan, so I'm not even worried about you. But but seeing him come out and then how they kind of started well pretty much right into where uh, it all started was amazing to see. And what I loved about the Darth Vader scene not only was it just awesome to see Darth Vader kick ass, but Darth Vader actually looked scary. Like he looked like he he would be feared. Like there are there there are other Sith. Sith Lords and and baddies in Star Wars throughout the years, even Darth Maul, you would see Darth Maul, which I think is one of the coolest villains in Star Wars ever. Even he, although he looked evil, he didn't have that presence of like, I am the fucking man. Fear me. Yeah, but he like, fucking
0: killed Liam Neeson. Yeah,
3: yeah. So like. So fuck Darth Maul. So, so you know, Darth Maul was cool to look at and, and it was a very, and his staff was cool and all that stuff. But Darth Vader, it the the combination of the music, the voice, the the cape, the 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 suit, and and his and and just the way he commanded people to do what he wanted at his will, and and did it so effortlessly. But did it so? It was almost like seeing John Wick kill people the way John, John Wick, Wick kills people, edition, and, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah. fuck, oh shit, and, and like he does these body movements and stuff, the gung fu and shit that he does that makes. Shooting look a lot more menacing than what it typically would in an action movie, where they're just shooting guns. But when he does it, there's 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 swag and flair to it, and 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 the way that. Darth uh, Vader did it was just menacing it was like oh every time he fucking hit somebody you're going oh fuck and how many times have <laughs> we seen people get cut up but the way he did it like he'd be choking somebody out from over there and fucking like like, slicing somebody like up there. He's this
1: way and he's just like you're dead I'm he's just screwing you people. up you're not having kids I'm gonna like you're, yeah you're all just having bad days and you know what I don't care I'm it's, walking this way I'm going right here.
3: Yeah yeah and he didn't give a fuck. It, it's like you know in horror movies where uh, you have a say like Michael Myers or 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 the Texas Chainsaw Mask or whatever, and you've got your 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 protagonist and they're running around a house or in a field, and the antagonist is chasing them, and but they'll, the, the, there'll be times where. It's almost like they're toying with the protagonist, like with the main character, or they're going slow, or it's like, dude, if you really want to kill this person, just run and, like, go and fucking get them. But they're taking their time, and because of that, there's this, for me, it's, yeah, sure, it's scary, and yeah, sure, that certain characters do certain things, but it isn't as menacing. And it was like, when Darth Vader showed up, and his one goal was to move forward and get through the door... And and kill on the way there. There was no stopping him. There w- there was no like uh, oh look at this guy over here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my eyes off the target and I'm gonna go and deal with this and then I'll get back to it. It was pure focus and everyone's getting raped all around and it was just like holy fuck and everybody around him is screaming for their lives and they're scared as fuck and you're like, and it's just going. it's a good feeling. The more I talk about it, I want to put Rogue One in my top ten. Because it's just, on, like, it's just it's best, Wars, good. It's such a payoff.
1: It's such a payoff.
3: It's just the best lightsaber scene ever in any movie, in any Star Wars like, movie. Okay. And it's no. One you lightsaber. Don't, wait, I don't need a CGI Yoda flipping around and fucking swinging lightsabers so that you don't even know what the fuck is going on. I mean, you just got Darth Vader just. <laughs> zh, 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 zh. What, what do you mean? He's like,
1: he's one-handed with the saber. There's only one. You not even it's need to. It's fucking
3: fire. It's fire. Makes me want to just... I'm going to... After i am done this, I'm YouTubing. I'm YouTubing what that they, scene.
0: What they need to do now is they need to follow up and have the the future lightsaber battles hold the same amount of swagger that that one singular scene has and then apply it to an actual battle between uh, Jedi won't and a Sith. will happen. There are none of them around. Because if they can't do that...
1: Like, lore-wise, it's going to be hard. Uh,
0: if they can't do that, then... That's other know, than the Vader other brutal. than the Vader fight so,
1: scene, the only saber scene that really holds up in like sheer tenacity is Anakin versus Obi-Wan,
3: <laughs> where they were just going at it.
0: I thought that I actually enjoyed it.
3: like I, I, I liked I liked the lightsaber yeah. fights, but I thought the CGI was poorly done and yeah. it just looked like they were on a set. Yeah. It just didn't feel it didn't feel like a like they were on a planet and there was yeah. stakes to it. Um, and then, of course, you get Hayden Christensen like crying and acting <coughs> fucking stupid, right? So,
0: Darth, Darth the Darth Maul scene good, is by far out of the prequels yeah. the best, the best saber battle because you don't think you like when I, I remember watching it. You don't think Qui Gon's gonna die, like it never crossed my mind when I was watching it. I'm watching this, going, we just got this show on the road. Qui Gon's like a fucking legend. Uh, there's no way he's gonna go down to this. It's whatever, and then it happens, and I my mind was just like fucking blown. But the battle itself was actually really well done, and and they, despite the fact that I hate that they killed off Qui Gon because he's my favorite Jedi, it was a it was a great scene because it it framed um, it framed Darth Maul as. The bad guy that if that scene didn't happen, Maul would not have been nearly as great of a bad guy as he ended up being. Um, and but ultimately, Darth Maul got underused anyway, so it he didn't got, matter. He, he just got, I think, we'll see him anyway. again anyway. He's still yeah, alive he got, in Canada, yeah, use
1: in the comics and stuff, yeah. Like, as much as they might have given yeah. him crap, yeah. Only the first one, the animation
3: he's, series, he's, like he's, him and his brother or deal. something, like uh, yeah.
0: All right, let's keep but it going. Was, yeah, it was it was it was good. So, uh well, my next one's quick cuz you guys have been pinging off stuff that I I have on my list as well. Uh my number this yes. is 5 now, right? Yep. That's where we're at. <laughs> uh my number 5 is Terminator 2: Judgment Day. Yeah. That's good. Uh it's a That's really good. good movie. Uh the first the first Terminator was good. Terminator 2 is even better. Uh, and I consider it to be easily one of the greatest action movies of all time. And I think when you think about movies that are as old as Terminator 2, uh, especially in the action genre, how many of them can hold up today? <clears throat> the list is somewhere around one movie long, and it includes Terminator 2. So uh, it's it's just it's unbelievable. Uh, the the CGI for the T1000 still looks fucking good for some reason like they they did such a good or job that the, the T1000 metal. still still looks <laughs> awesome yeah. uh and and it just it's 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 great i think it's terminator at its best i don't think that they'll you know ever be able to top terminator they 2 in the terminator trying. franchise they they should stop trying but they're not going to um and uh i think I think that this was also Schwarzen as as much as as Terminator is not exactly some multi dimensional character. I think Schwarzenegger figured the Terminator out the best in Terminator Two and rocked it for the entire movie uh, and just super entertaining. Uh, was it Terminator Two that in the re releases of it for Blu ray and stuff they changed the theme it was song? Minor. Uh, the the but it pissed everyone off cuz it wasn't the do 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 it was like a totally yeah, different like, friggin it, it, was, it, it sounded it was like weakened,
1: shit like, it wasn't as mach- mechanical or machine like it was a little it was more yeah it was, it was yeah more, it didn't have as much like gravitas to it i don't have a word for it
0: yeah yeah so i think i think people are still waiting for them to re- redo it again with the proper <laughs> the proper music in it cuz it's just like that alone i think that says it, how it, that how important this movie is for like if people THX, are pissed off. And I think
1: the re-releases didn't yeah. quite have that license or whatever. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Like if you, if you, if, if people are pissed off about the fact that, that you slightly modified a part of the, of the, the, the music in the, in the movie, you know, it's, it's, it's taken pretty seriously, but, uh, but yeah, so that, there you go. That's my number five Terminator two. Uh, I should watch that again soon.
1: Number five for me. Um, Jeff kind of mentioned this one earlier, but um, I have a bunch of Nolan movies on this inception. Yeah. Um, Honestly, for me, it's, this is probably one of the first uh, cerebral movies I've put on my list. Um, But, you know, for me, I would say this is actually peak Nolan for me. Um, Even though I have two of his other movies higher up, um, I just, I just love everything about this movie, the concept, the premise, the execution of it. Um, You know, for me, I feel like this is one that, you know, I've watched a couple of times, you know, I always see little nuances here and there, but I feel like, you know, this is a movie like 10, 15, 20 years from now for it to sit down and watch again. I would still see it as being kind of, you know, pretty profound and, you know, interesting to watch. Yep. Yeah. And I still have questions.
0: One of those endings, one of the, well, one of those endings that, that people you are forever going to theory craft about and, and still question uh, and, and yeah, they just did. That was a, that was, uh, it was just an all around really, a really, really damn good movie. Really good to watch in theater. That oh, was yeah. a theater movie in three quarters. I mean, all it of is Christopher good at home,
3: Nolan movies are theater but, movies, man. they just because they're experiences. And that's what I love about all of this yeah. stuff. It's all shroud and secrecy. He's just a mad genius. And inception was just incredible, dude. It's just yep. such a good movie. I'm kind of mad. It's not even in my top 10.
2: <laughs> um,
3: all right, so we're, I'm on my number five. Uh, number five, I am gonna go and get this one out the way. Uh, we're bringing in Denzel Washington with John Q. Q. We're going with John <laughs> Q. One of my favorite Denzel movies it. of all time. I mean, yeah. it's hard for me to put. I love that movie. I, I, there, there, there are better Denzel movies. Like there are just better Denzel this movies. Each. But John Q is just a heart filled movie like if you don't cry watching John Q you're soulless and if you're in a bad place don't, don't watch his side John for that Q. entire yeah, movie <laughs> like that
1: movie is Yeah a and one. If,
3: for those that don't know what John Q is about John Q pl- uh, played by Denzel his son um has a heart at- or he has a a heart condition and um he he needs a he needs a heart transplant and it talks about sort of uh the 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 shit fest that is american healthcare um still also still very very valid today um, really nothing has changed it it talks about um how really the only rich the rich can get hearts and things that they need and get bumped up on lists and get the right doctors and things and that you're not taken care of unless you have insurance but that's just sort of the undertone of it. The, the the main thing about it is it's basically about a father that doesn't have a lot. All he has is his family, and he will not take no for an answer. He will do anything and everything it takes to make sure that his, heart, uh, his son gets a heart. And so he takes a hospital hostage, and uh, he demands a heart. And the, there's a huge media thing about it, and it's just filled with... It, they're, they're, it's, Super it's valid just, today It's just for sure. so emo- It's a, such an emotional movie And Denzel yeah. does Multiple scenes but there's I one scene in particular any, uh, yeah. Where he just He just crushes it so bad And I don't care how many times I've seen the movie It makes me tear up every single time John Q if you guys haven't seen it Go watch it there is, uh, If you want to have a good cry no other and, actor I could have
1: captured that character like him like you, uh, you no. guys are not doing anything wrong if you go and watch that movie, even like right now. Like, it, and it's also just quintessential Denzel. Yeah, I'm
0: not. I'm not a. I'm not a Denzel Washington fan. And John Q is a spectacular movie. And I and if I had to choose a Denzel <laughs> I all movie, of his I can't. It would put be any John Q on my
1: list because there's too many of them. Like I could have a top ten Denzel list. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. He is one of my favorite. So, yeah, actors. there
3: it is, John Q. I'm sure a lot of people out there have not go seen the movie, it. so go out and watch it. You will not be disappointed
0: uh number what four. do we want number four number four I'm going to go with uh well, oh, this is getting tough now <laughs> uh we're starting to get into the into the area where I could interchangeably move some of these around yeah uh I'm gonna go with interstellar ooh yeah. Fuck, that's good. I wanted to put yeah. that on my list, but I couldn't figure <laughs> out where. <laughs> Fuck, what an mm, IMAX experience, yeah. man! That Fuck. is that is my number one IMAX experience. Yep, it was even good on my TV. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, I at home, same thing. Great, like just. Uh, but in IMAX, watching them cross the fucking oh, singularity is fucked fucked me like I not a lot makes me lose my balance or gets me fucky that part in imax fucked me up good it really
3: felt like we were in the ship and we were and we were experiencing what yeah. they were experiencing it was that fucking insane it was yeah. just orgasmic
0: yeah it, it just um. Again, unfortunately, ruined by one of my least, f- least favorite uh, female actresses, with that stupid fucking. That's love. why it's not on my. Oh, man, that's halfway. why it's not on my top scene. ten. That was why. Forgot the about that. Fuck, why that had to be in there is beyond me, and I feel like even she knew when she was doing it that it was dumb and fucking had to do it anyway, and uh, just no take twizzed. that out of the movie. I want. Yeah, just get it out of there. Just fucking get it out of there. I mean, it doesn't need to be in there. But just um, had humans, from everything the else fine, about that movie and they would have been all good. Yeah, the, it was. It was a. It was a home run. Um, they did a lot right. It's. It's. It's getting something that I don't think a lot of people realize is that the further along the timeline we go here in reality, the harder it is to do science fiction really well, because we are we are getting it to the point where, where, despite the fact that we might not have all these technologies, the average person is aware of the fact that we could very well have a lot of shit here inside of the next generation or two of people. And so trying to extrapolate based on what we know now and create a science fiction movie like Interstellar is not an easy thing to do because you have to work a lot harder than you would have in the past to not necessarily pull the wool over people's eyes, but to make it believable, yeah. but also make it still kind of grandiose well, it's and out there.
3: More now, right? Like people, exactly. people are going to question every little scientific thing that you do yeah. in the movie, and there will be somebody yeah. out there that can prove if this is theoretically possible or isn't possible. And what was nice about Nolan is he had the right scientists. He did all the right research. And everything yeah. that was in that movie was basically doable uh, beyond, there his, very vi- beyond his vision of of the whole artistic liberties. Exactly. Taken. Like he still had to yeah. make a movie, but yeah, exactly. The scientific parts of it was like yeah, bang on. Yeah. Just so and good. it's
0: and yeah it, yeah, it was it was good. The 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 twist at the end I thought was done really really well. Um, I I. I the speech he gives when he's in the library, uh, no. But the the visual aspect and the and the way that they've represented what was happening, that was really well done. Um, and uh, I just I just thought it was great. The music in that movie, so good, is so is so good. Yeah. dude. <laughs> if Hans so-
3: Zimmer if he comes to Halifax to to do a concert, I would be there so oh. fast there there actually isn't even a ticket price <laughs> you wouldn't pass that would price me out of that like if they're like it's 200 bucks a ticket i'd be like that's it cool. that's cheap i mean
0: <laughs> i'll take two it's it's yeah so it was it, it's it's definitely up there for me it it was the first movie in a long time that i i was in awe when i was watching it in theaters Uh, and, and so it left a pretty big, a pretty big impression on me, uh, in that regard. Um, and you know, I could say, I, I, I like it so much that I pick it apart, but I, it still wouldn't stop me from watching that movie over and over and over again. Uh, so yeah, big thumbs up interstellar number four,
1: number four for me. Um, we're going to go with one that Jeff already mentioned, but I have different reasons. I do not value the entire trilogy. I will only acknowledge the first movie in it. We're gonna go with the Matrix. Um, Matrix. As a whole, the movie stands on its own. It stands the test of time. It's something you can watch over and over again. Still profound. Still great message. Great action movie. Done. That's all I have to say. Yep.
0: There you go. Beautiful Easy enough. Uh,
3: my number four. Now we're getting down to. Now we're getting it down. I'm gonna go with the Gladiator. Uh, the Russell Crow mm. epic, the Ridley Scott epic. Are you not, Are entertained? You not entertained? Yes, uh, that is where. <laughs> for those that don't know, that is where I got the name Maximus from. Um, basically, I was always my rap name was always Major Pain, and then when I when I got when I when I when I watched Gladiator. I I just wanted my name to be Maximus, so I changed my rap name to Maximus. Hey
0: Jeff, yeah, it's Major Eh, 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 Payne. I used eh, to rap with uh, eh, eh, a eh, eh, with a with a a rasp. Better know my name. Eh, eh, eh. It's Major Payne, and I got bad game. Better know the main name. It's
3: all the same. Uh, It was just bad, so I got all that shit (laughs) on my computer too. You know what? You know what? Did Mike Jones ever hit you up? Oh man, dude, (laughs) dude, the, the music is so it's so cringe, but it's so it's so badly awesome. Um, so yeah. And then when I, when I started to go online and I used to fill out Maximus, of course, it was always taken because the name Maximus. So I added black at the end because, well, I'm black. So you're yeah. that is how I came up with the name Maximus Black. So instead of putting Maximus, I added the black. And typically that was never taken on any of the, uh, you know, forums or different things that I would sign up for, video game, usernames, things. And that is how Maximus Black was, uh was released the Patreon reward. You want
1: to know the uh You're gonna have to, gonna have to go to <laughs> that. You There's guys wanna know the funny thing? I actually thought that <laughs> yeah, Adam was the black one and Jeff was the white one before I, mean, I saw your first Well, there, A before, lot of people see a video I'm like, oh shit, I had that backwards.
0: Yeah. Oh that wasn't yeah that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> uncommon. That was a lot of people did for sure. Uh okay well um where are we at? Number Who's four. is it me? Yeah. Oh, we're on number no, three. We're on number 3 now. Yeah. Yeah. Number 3. Uh again, uh, just easy and uh, fucking panic just did it. <laughs> the Matrix is my number 3. Uh I think I think that if I had to choose a an action movie to end all action movies, it's The Matrix. I think that it will continue to be, in in our lifetime, the most influential action movie ever made. Uh, And I think that it will, because of the aesthetic that they chose for it, despite the fact that you can tell it definitely happened at the end of the 90s, it will still look and hold up for a very, very, very long time. Uh, It created, like we talked about, the 360s slow-mo crazy shit that blew my mind in ways i didn't think fucking possible when i first saw that they set that shit uh, up at convention the music now. is the music is fucking 10 out of 10 uh without question uh i love everything about the matrix universe uh they post the first one they get a little heavy handed With the the biblical references, they get a little ham-fisted with it. They were almost ham-fisted in the first one, uh, but they went full fucking Cyber Jesus from two and three. Just all of that just got real crazy. Uh, But I'll be damned if if it isn't a spectacular fucking movie, down to just the green filter that they put on when they're in that you maybe don't even necessarily notice the first time you watch it. And then when you when you see it, you're like, "Oh shit!" When they're in the matrix, this shit kind of looks like like the old friggin' computer monitor. It's got that green hue to it, and it just it just everything. There's just such little details everywhere that you pick up on. Um, and I I love the interaction between Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne in that fucking you movie. John Wick is still there. I think there. it was really really good. Yes, exactly, exactly. And this was before John Wick. This was yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He was Neo, uh, and only, only, only after John Wick came around uh, did he finally lose the the moniker of forever being Neo. And I think that's super impressive, and again, a compliment to John Wick that you could strip uh, such a iconic, you know, character off of uh, Keanu Reeves and replace it. Uh, after all this time so yeah there you go matrix number 3 um yeah there you go uh my number 3
1: we're going into another christopher nolan movie but this is not one that most people will pick memento memento mm, yeah
3: uh, mm. i just rewatched yeah, that like 2 months ago it holds up ago. still
1: um but this is not it was not as common a movie um that you know, people would know about, but it's so good. It's guy Pierce, um, Joe Pantaleone, um, Carrie Ann Moss is in it too, actually. Um, but it's the whole premise of the guy can't create new memories and, you know, what is his actual life. And you, there's a lot of stuff like you can, I've probably watched it about 10 times now. And I'll, every time I watch it, it kind of changes how I look. I'm like, was I right when I thought about it before last time? Or is it something actually different? Cause there's just so many little different paths and like, ways you can think about it that change the way the movie plays out for you. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, it's still one of those ones that I'll pick up at least once a year and just watch it and be like, what do I think about this now? How does this reflect on my mindset? All this other stuff. And, you know, again, if you haven't watched it, highly recommend it.
3: Yeah, it's it's great. Can't, can't, uh, yeah. you put that in the top ten, I can't uh, shit on you for it. Uh, number, my number three now. This is three, yeah. This is the tough stuff. Oof. All right. Number three is going to be, um, my favorite movie director (laughs) of all time. Oh, I wonder. And, um, (laughs) one of my, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's, it's definitely the newest movie on my list without a doubt. I've watched the movie four times. I own it on Blu-ray, DVD, probably got it on a laptop sitting somewhere, and that is... Does the title include times of the day? Nope. It is Mm. Django Unchained.
2: Django
3: Django Unchained. This movie... Ever see a Nigerian in a suit? This is straight up... (laughs) (laughs) One of the greatest movies ever made for me. Um, It it is. I love slavery pieces and it is the ultimate slavery, slavery, redemption piece ever. Quentin Tarantino uh, dropped like the most end bombs in a movie. Uh, the, The Jamie Foxx destroys this. It's just got enough humor in it. It is over the top, brutal and gruesome. It has serious tones, but yet it doesn't take itself too serious. Uh, Christoph Waltz is just an amazing actor. His character is incredible. And who the fuck cannot forget about Leonardo DiCaprio doing one probably scene. his single greatest scene that he yep. has ever had his entire life? Yep. Um, he was absolutely he embodied that character. The everybody just showed up and fucking destroyed it if you did not see Django Unchained you fucked up you need to go watch it it's incredible I wish the movie was 10 hours long Quentin Tarantino is the greatest movie director of all time and uh Django Unchained's a masterpiece I was and I should have it number I should have it number one but there are two other movies above it I was that I just spending
1: a while on here trying to figure out where to put Hateful Eight and I'm just like I can't move any of these off so Hateful Eight's sitting at like number 11 on my list (laughs)
0: I loved Hateful 8 too. Yeah, um yeah, Django was was amazing. Uh it was it was the right amount of for me it was the right amount of uh of seriousness and then humor, you know, humor sprinkled in uh yeah. often at the most random Even moments. Even Samuel
3: Jackson, like his humor in it. Yes.
0: And the character he
3: played it was just it was like everybody showed up man it there yeah. was no weak
0: link it was just yeah. good it was just so good but i think i think like you said for me the uh, for me the movie was made when that uh leonardo dicaprio scene happened that scene is i mean the, it pissed me off when he didn't get awarded anything for that scene because when he won for um what was the, Revenant. uh, I watched it. Revenant. Yeah. The Revenant. Revenant, the, yeah. Which, the Revenant. When he won for mad. that, I was like, you know, you're just giving it to him now. Yeah. I mean, you're just, you're handy. Yes. The movie was good. Yes. He, he did great things. He ate movie, raw though. fucking like hearts and shit, whatever, but it wasn't his best movie and it wasn't his best performance even. Uh, and so it, it, it bothered me when he didn't win it for that. Cause that scene is next level, uh, for sure. And, and that whole movie is just really, really, really damn well done. Uh, Uh, christoph waltz nailed it that was my introduction to him that i recognized his name that was like the movie that i i now from that point on whenever i saw his name come up i would pay more attention to it um so yeah that's a that's a, a fantastic a fantastic choice to say the least to say the least uh okay so the last two the last two uh, I've got one that, I got one that people will probably get a chuckle out of and then one that people will will say, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, that, okay. that belongs in this list. So I'll get the, I'll get the chuckle, I'll get the chuckle out of the way first. It's the one that will show up on nobody else's top 10 ever other than bad golf made easier because nobody's going to have that either, <laughs> but, but the one that nobody else will have and it's my, it's the only movie with this son of a bitch that I don't see him playing himself it's Tom Cruise as Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, I like the movie. It's not even like I, it's good. I could have you could have replaced Tom Cruise with somebody else, and the movie would have been just as good for me because I actually didn't necessarily like it because it was Tom Cruise um, at all. Because I'm not a Tom Cruise fan whatsoever. Um, Ken Watanabe was fantastic. In that movie, I like him in general, yeah, he but he was really he was really really good in this movie. Again, the music, big surprise, Zimmer smashed it <laughs> as he always does. Uh, I I really like the cinematography in it. They did a fantastic job in this movie with framing scenes, and you could tell that they got a lot of inspiration from um, you know older uh, Japanese artwork and 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 uh, there's uh, even and like Brave Like there's even nods to other great war films yeah. uh in there as well. It's good, yeah. man. It's good. Yeah, I thought I thought it was good. And again, like I say, I always the my rib against Tom Cruise is that he plays Tom Cruise in every fucking movie that he's in. And this was the first time I when I first saw the movie anyway, that I didn't feel like I was watching Tom Cruise play Tom Cruise. And so it went over a little better for me, if not only for 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 that. So yeah, really great what about stuff. Edge of What's Tomorrow?
3: This? Didn't you, you not like him in
2: that?
0: I haven't seen it yet. I have watch it upstairs. I haven't I haven't watched it yet, but I have it upstairs. I have it upstairs. I've been trying to convince Gabs to watch. Oh, it. Gabs Gabs would it. love, I love, I love that, that movie. I, feel like. I
3: mean, Gabs Gabs would love it. It's so like it's so Japanese like, and it's so video game like. It's fucking amazing. But that might even uh, be on your top ten. Come your, see, see, next see, see, next Thursday, you're gonna Thursday.
1: go, dude. I watched it more Thursday, and we'll talk about it next week. I'll, well, I'll, I'll try
0: and make it, try yeah, and make it happen. Love that but movie. Yeah. So that, so that was for sure a, a thing that stood out for, uh, for me. And then what's his name? Billy. Um, oh, the fucking Scotsman, Billy. The guy from Boondock Saints. The somebody guy from Boondock Saints.
1: The, uh, the Irish guy.
0: Yeah. Somebody will say it in chat. He's every time he shows up and he, he plays the same role Ob- yeah that's it he plays he plays a lot of the same role anyway but he I get a kick out of him every time I can't not laugh uh, at Billy he's a great he's a great dude so um, yeah anyway there you go last samurai uh, number two dude you're gonna you
3: love go. fucking edge of tomorrow dude and on a nice TV with I surround like sound it. oh my god oh, you're gonna like that you're <laughs> gonna like it more in Pacific Rim dude it's better It's oh it's better
1: easy. than Pacific Rim by far <laughs> It's, yeah, not, it's not as not sound engineering is not as good, but it's just a great movie to watch. It's like story plot, everything better.
3: Oh, it's um, so fucking good! Um, my
1: number two's already been mentioned. Um, again, like I have doubts on my top two all the time. Like they they fluctuate because like there's so many great movies. Um, it's Dark Knight. Um, for me, it's not just peak superhero movie. It's just peak mm. movie. It's like one of the best all time movie villains I've seen. The fact that it's Batman on top of it just you know adds even more to it um from i i guess like I, I think about it and i'm like this movie is overrated but i just loved it so much for me like i don't know i don't want to dive into it too much just because we've already talked about
3: it but yeah yeah no it's good it's it deserves to be up there absolutely uh my number 2 is uh by far um i have i have two number ones i mean uh, my number one everybody's going to know but my number two, uh, <laughs> my number two should be number one, and my number two is the greatest movie ever constructed, ever made, um, oh, and it's it's just it's a masterpiece. There's nothing wrong with it at, at any point. It's it's a make you feel good movie, uh, and that is Shawshank. Shawshank oh. Redemption is well, it is, the, it is it is probably the greatest movie ever made. Uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. No, it 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 doesn't have crazy IMAX CGI shit fest. It's good no, cinema. It, it doesn't have. It's just perfect cinema. It is story. There's a character arc. There's development. There's a the payoff. Writing, there's a just make you feel good. Accuracy. The writing, the the acting, the everything is just good. And who does not like a good jail movie? Who doesn't? You
0: know whatever I think. Of, you know what I think of every time I hear Shawshank for whatever reason. I also th- immediately think of the Green. Well, they're both really yeah. good. They're good. They're I don't know prison why, movies. but they're they just friggin' They're always in my mind Sorry. at the same. They occupy the same they're space in my brain. I don't movies. know why.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So there it is, Shawshank. If you guys didn't if, see Shawshank, with then you? you're not even. Why are you, you here? You, you don't. You're not even a. You're not even a movie. You, you don't know movies. And if you're super young, then okay, I'll let it slide, TNT. Go watch it. It's like they show it four
1: times in a row. Can't miss it. Do they still show it on TNT, actually? Sh- yeah,
3: probably.
1: I mean, probably. Like,
0: it was <laughs> on TV. Year. I can't Every remember year. what channel it was on, but it was it on TV here like not long ago. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, there it is. I'm not even oh, going to get sure. into it. It's just it's masterpiece. Number if two, you haven't watched it, go watch it. That's it.
0: <laughs> yep. Absolutely. The big one, boys. Uh, okay, number one. Oh my goodness, we've actually we've in a made reasonable it. time. Here we are. I, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed with the time that we've managed to get here in. Um, my number one is a movie that I could possibly watch once a day and never get tired of. I also think that as far as me choosing a movie here that is good, what. What people may, I don't know, may consider to be good cinema. This would probably be the one on my list that would be considered good cinema. Uh, it it has one of my favorite actors of all time uh, in it. Actually, two. <laughs> Elmo? Some of, I guess. Matt Damon. <laughs> well, not, well, no, it doesn't actually have Matt Damon in it. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say good Will. Well, actually, no. It does have Matt Damon in it. What am I saying? Of course it does. Oh, man. Uh, it, of course it does have Matt Damon in it. Uh, no, it is Good will okay, Hunting. So, I was going to say, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, No, it, it is. It is Good will Hunting. So uh, I thought I, I did not register Matt Damon when you said Matt Damon for some reason. So yeah, it is. It is Good Will Hunting. There's so um, many good movies I don't
1: have on my list. I, I,
0: I have. I have nothing. I am a. I am a jaded asshole. I have nothing negative that I can say. About Goodwill Hunting. Every part of that movie for me is spot on. And though the scene is made like, like almost joked about a bit on the internet with the it's not your fault thing, that whole scene's spectacular. There's the scene where Robin Williams is telling the story about his, his deceased wife that's entirely ad libbed. Uh, and it's the most, one of the most genuine fucking scenes in a movie I've ever seen. And you get a good, genuine laugh out of Matt Damon because it is complete bullshit, just made up on the fly, uh, by Robin. Uh, and, and really who else could have pulled that off but Robin Williams. Uh, and when it came to Rob Williams as well, I thought it was fantastic because though Robin's already shown by this point, I guess that he is quite capable of doing stuff that isn't just pure comedy. Uh, I thought that he just nailed this role, and I have a sneaky suspicion it's because this character was awfully fucking close to mimicking real-life Robin Williams. Uh, and so we were getting Robin Williams in this movie, and it made me appreciate it a bit more after his, his passing, because I, I I look at it that way. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was uh, an absolutely spectacular uh, movie. It takes you all over the map, it makes you feel good, it makes you feel... You know, sad. It uh, tells uh, numerous really fucking good stories with the characters. The development is all done well. Uh, the music's great. Everything's just fucking great. This is just a very good movie. It's my number one. I'm with you. I'm literally with you. It's <laughs> I.
3: It's not on my top ten. I do own it on Blu-ray. I think it's in a phenomenal movie. Uh, but mm. I agree. I couldn't watch it every day. It's not one of those. It's 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 same with Shawshank. I couldn't watch it every day. every other
1: year type of thing.
3: Yeah. I, for me, it's like once every three to five years. I'll pop it in. Just need a good and it's watch. Like, a good I'm cry. I'm, it, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, man, this is really. But I'm with you on basically everything you said. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's good. It's the best movie on your fucking list. <laughs> See, I knew it. Yeah. I knew
2: it.
1: All right. Um, for me, this right. one again. A lot of people are going to be like, "Oh yeah, not number one movie like ever for anyone." But for me, it, it's the first movie that my dad and I sat down and watched together. Like um, he got it. I, I didn't get to watch it in the theaters. I was too young. It didn't. It, it came out before I was born. But my dad had gotten on VHS and we sat down and watched it. And you know, it stuck with me. And I watch it all the time. Uh, we're going with Back to the Future. Um. I love hey. the entire trilogy. I don't th- I, that's gonna be on No, people's no, no. Top ten. Top ten, I, top I, top ten definitely that would be like, top like top movie of all time. Like I can see that being a little bit questionable for some people. So like but I love the yeah. entire trilogy, but the first one and even the second one were like for me, like I just loved it because great campy sci-fi cinema, stories was kinda like developed while characters were there. Again, it's completely um like campy at the times but like you know this is what the future looks like this is what the past all that but for me just like the whole the way the story kind of plays out even though it's kind of predictable and everything it's like kind of perfect storytelling for me like you have your you have your intro you have your character development you have that you have your conflict and you kind of just put it together and it was just like for me i would say it's peak zemeckis filmmaking Um story was well encapsulated it's one of it's one of the series not even just single movie but like trilogy that i hope they don't go back and remake like let it lie it's great it's a classic doesn't need to be redone doesn't need to be touched um and for me like it's just i don't know it's hard to describe for me it's i just love the movie
0: I uh I like I like Back to the Future quite a bit. I think for me Back to the Future might represent from from the movies, you know, from when I was watching movies um might represent the shift in movie making where pacing didn't suck balls. Uh where like movies that that came in the era previous to to say what it needed uh, to do. to it yeah, like movies would, would just like it felt like every movie was a director cut where the director was just like giving himself a circle jerk over every scene they just crammed everything into it there'd be such useless shit and just drag movies on and even though the movies were like shorter back then they still somehow felt like they were five fucking hours long it was like this weird <laughs> paradox like you'd watch a movie you're like how long am I been fucking shit we're, we're 14 minutes into this movie it's like, it fucking feels like an hour and a half And, and then all of a sudden movies made this, this friggin' weird shift, whether it was, I don't know if it was just how they were shot or how, how the stories were, were told in terms of what the, what the, uh, the standard became, but my God, thank God it happened (laughs) because it was, it was bad previously. It's why a lot of movies I can't watch before a certain time. I'll make exceptions for stuff like the Godfather and things of that nature, but holy shit, some movies were bad before then for that reason. So I think for me that represents the pacing shift. Uh, and and but it was like you said it was it was done really well. It yeah. was simple, but it was good simple. Like mm-hmm. they they did simple very well. It wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't yeah. It wasn't overly gritty. It wasn't I, trying too I, it wasn't hard. Bad you, you simple. You just I guess for the sake of you went to have a good time. It's yeah, like
3: kind of like a feel good movie. Yeah, you no, know, I like it. Um. All right. So I'm last, right? Yep. This is the show. Uh, Jackass, the movie. My, no, my favorite movie <laughs> of all time. Once again, uh, greatest movie director living, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Favorite movie, uh, from dusk Ooh. till dawn. Uh, mm. It is. It is my favorite movie of all time. Um, it is the reason why I have a tattoo uh, up my arm uh I just remember seeing George Clooney's character with a very similar tattoo. I wanted to get it a little bit different, but this is where it came from. It came from that movie. I remember watching it for the first time over at Trav's house and yeah. <laughs> uh, and and then I just I remember watching it with with just every friend I own. I I became obsessed like I didn't like the other ones that came out. there's like from Dustin on two three there's some bad ones. But the George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino co-starring in his own movie. Although, sorry, I will back up. Quentin Tarantino, uh, uh, Robert uh, Robert Rodriguez is the one who directed the movie. Uh, let me just double check so I'm not giving you guys false information. Uh, but Quentin Tarantino, I do believe, was the writer or co-writer. Or sorry, Ro- yeah, Robert Rodriguez. And uh, Quentin Tarantino wrote the screenplay and co-starred in the movie. And I would imagine that Quentin Tarantino had quite the say behind the camera as well uh, and and helped with that direction. It it was, it's just, uh, it's just an amazing film. Mm -hmm. I I just love it. I love the fact that it turns, it starts as a, as like a, a, almost like a heist, like a, not a heist, but. It's like a hostage situation. There's two bad characters. They take a family hostage, essentially. Um, and then, you know, Quentin Tarantino's character is all kinds of fucked up and he's weird and he's he's checking out the, the young girl and he's seeing shit and hearing shit. And George Clooney is like the cool leader of the pack, badass dude. And then they end up going to a titty bar. <laughs> You know, I got brown titties, white titties, Asian titties, black titties, the, uh, the tonal uh, fat shift pussy, Asian pussy, white pussy, yellow pussy, brown pussy, uh, thick <laughs> pussy, wet pussy, hairy pussy, all, all kinds of stuff. And it just goes from a stripper to a vampire movie just like that. And you go, what I loved about it so much is it you didn't see it coming. You had no fucking clue, at least for me, because I never watched like movie trailers. I never, I never saw in theaters. So I'm just watching this, and next thing you know, it it's it's a it's like a, a horror action movie, and it works. Like it's 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 funny, but it's scary. The action sequences are great. You have characters that you're rooting for, and the the main characters are bad characters, like they're bad people, and so they have what they have coming to them. It's just fucking great. It's great fucking
0: fun, and I love it. I all love right. it. It's I love okay. it. I want I want one honorable mention because we've all we've all kind of mentioned. Oh shit, there's that one movie, or there's this one's just outside of the list, or blah 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 blah. What's an honorable mention from each I'll give you guys my honorable mention while you think about uh, about yours. Uh, so my honorable mention is Shutter Island. Uh, I've only seen it twice, and yet I I consider it to be one of the best thrillers movies that I've ever watched, if not the best thriller that I've ever watched. I actually uh, haven't ever watched Shutter Island. Everything... Whoa. Everything really—it's uh, one of those movies where there's nothing in it that I can necessarily the, pick at. There's there's no the real downside. Watch, the, the reason Dude I never Shutter watched
1: Island. it was um I saw the trailer for it coming out, and it seemed too much like a horror movie to me. Which is probably why I sometimes, like I, I love thrillers, but I just like I don't like yeah. horror movies. So like it seemed like a horror movie at the time. It's, it's not. It's not no, it horror at all. It's a psychological thriller. It is an
0: oh, yeah.
3: Absolute it. psychological thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna love it, dude. Martin Scorsese, you're gonna like it a lot. Like, Leonardo yeah, DiCaprio. I love Scorsese movies, I mean, but I saw that. I'm
1: like, this seems like a horror movie, and I get like all
0: like. Yeah, I, I've yeah. I've definitely seen it more than twice, so it's it's good. And, Mark and Ruffalo's and in it's it, an, and it's an ending that. Uh, similar to uh, Inception. Don't spoil, don't spoil it. No, but no, but but it, it's one of those things where you know, yeah, yeah you yeah.
2: it gives a, you something to think. You get to think. You of, get to gives you something to think, think about.
0: about. Yeah. It gives you something to think about. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's it's a really good movie. Yeah. So that's my honorable mention.
1: All right. Um. All right. What I you, mean, I, I said it earlier. Um. It's either going to be Shawshank or Hateful Eight. Um. I'm leaning towards Hateful Eight just because as much as I love Shawshank. I saw so that. Good. I saw yeah. I saw Hateful Eight in the in the whole presentation thing that he had with like the whole movie theater set up with the it was like the 75 millimeter or whatever. Saw the whole shebang mm-hmm. and it was it was just peak cinema for me.
3: Yeah. And you know what? H- Hateful Eight is one of those movies where um, a lot of average movie goers are not going to like that movie it is it is super stylistic well, I love style movies. and it is it is it is quentin tarantino just throwing his quentin dick all over the screen Every and it's either you're going to eat amazing. it up the it's a dialogue yeah. movie it's like one the, set, it, it's the one interactions set. between the characters it's fucking phenomenal it is absolutely phenomenal uh, and there is action in it but it it, it the it's all about characters. It's all about how they interact with each other, and it's just amazing. It's just fucking good. It's just good. Very, you very good. Imagine the table a great reads choice.
1: for that movie, like with no sets, no acting, no. just them sitting and doing the table read. Like,
3: <laughs> it's it's nutty, dude. And once again, uh, Samuel Jackson shows up and just fucking crushes shit again.
1: Everyone crushes it like, in that God movie. Damn, Kurt Russell is probably my favorite one.
3: Kurt Russell's so good in that, that movie. movie too. If you guys haven't seen Hateful Eight and you just want to go down and you want to burn like three hours of your life in a good way, and you want it and you want in it to be way. an amazing, an amazing experience, you just do it. I have the books. On oh, there it's such right a for, yeah. claustrophobic movie hmm. too. It's just in your face, nowhere to go. Which
1: is funny because that uh, way that just, camera works is it makes things like wide open. So like Tarantino was like playing with he, he was he was probably like a in shit for that movie with
3: like the cameras and stuff they restored. Dude, somebody somebody would be sitting there talking in a chair, telling a story. Like, for example, in and in, 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 which which I'm going to go ahead and this this will be my my honorable mention in Glorious Bastards, um, which is <laughs> Bonjourno, a fucking amazing movie, and Christoph Waltz. <laughs> his his scene that he has with the guy and his family are hiding in the house, and he's asking, dude, like, you know. Are you, oh, is yeah. there anybody else here? And just, that's a good movie. It's such a menacing scene. But, dirty But what, but, <laughs> but, but, what, but what in Hateful Eight, it's like that Christoph Waltz scene in just about every scene in yeah. the entire movie. And what I loved about Hateful Eight is somebody be sitting in a chair, just telling a story and you're so fucking dialed in and, but you'd see the cameras are so wide angled and it'd be focused on one guy, but you'll see other characters in the background just doing shit, like just fucking doing random they're doing shit. The stuff that you'd expect <laughs> you know, them to be sitting doing there. They would that a character would do. Like some some characters are are just one fidgety. And gun. Some of them just one guy's cleaning his gun. Uh, uh, another person's like picking at their teeth or eating or or uh, you know doing something, and and everybody is fucking dialed in and. There's so much more to you the movie know, than just you, what's happening. You, you it, there, know, there's Tarantino
1: just, went up to them. He's like, "Yo, all right, look. This is the kind of character you are. I want you to be maybe doing something. They kind of like, you know, I don't know, maybe like picking your teeth or something. And then the characters will just run with it. But he'll be he'll be going like, no, 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 no. You got to be like, you know, do maybe a little bit more fidgety. Everything Very, like meticulous attention. Everything in attention screen to detail
3: is is. Yeah, there's so much more to what meets the eye. So that's I've seen it twice. The First time I saw it in theater. Loved it. Second time I was eating it all up. So, yeah, that's a good choice. I'd even put it as my honorable mention, but I have to put in Glorious Bastards because it's just amazing. It is it is dumb, (laughs) Nazi killing fun. And uh, it's 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 stupid. But at the same time, it's just a great film. I, I I just I just watch
0: it for for Brad, Brad Pitt's Pitt. character. Yeah, he's awesome. Just that that one fucking scene where he's trying to pass as as you know whatever. He just Arriva Dercy comes out. I fucking died. I I literally I couldn't breathe for about five minutes. I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen in my life, and it was so it's it subtle, was so dude. simple. Yeah, dude. There's it's so subtle. Like there's no there's no lead up to it. You just see him there, and he's just fucking. You know, you can imagine his character in his in his mind is like, I got this shit. I fucking got this shit. He's so committed and he just fucking gives it 100% effort. Arriva Durchy and you're like <laughs> It's so damn good. He's probably Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no that's a, that's a good choice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh that's going to be it for side A. That is uh our top 10 uh plus honorable mention favorite movies. Uh hopefully you guys enjoyed that. We are going to Take a, uh, a short break before side B, where we're going to do our usual technical uh, or tech support, I should say. Answer some questions from the Patreons. Uh, and uh, then we're going to, uh, to, to wrap it up for another week. So for those of you here on the live stream, sit tight. We're, we'll be a, a, just a couple of minutes. And uh, for those of you listening uh, at home, whether you're on YouTube or if you are on uh, iTunes, etc., etc., then, uh, if if it's already available, go listen to it right now. Run. And if it's not, then uh, go pass the time. Go get a, go get like a a hoop and a stick, and just pass the time as best you can until a Side B arrives. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back in a few minutes or in a few days.